Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. You are now tuned in to the Let's Talk About a Podcast, where no question is too dumb and no conversation is too deep. I'm your host, AP. Let's agree to disagree and keep that same energy. Hold up, wait a minute. Y'all thought that was finished? Nah. Every single one. Hello, hello, hello. It's your boy, AP, Aaron Patterson. And we are back with episode number nine, y'all. Episode number nine of the Let's Talk About It podcast with your host, Aaron Patterson. This episode is brought to you by the good folks at BreakTheCycleGear.com. Can I get an amen? BreakTheCycleGear.com. So tonight, <laughs> it's about to get spicy, y'all. We got a, we, we got a good episode, y'all. We talking about uh, if God is real. Why is there so much evil? We're going to talk about Christianity. Is it a fake religion? Is the Bible a whole bunch of fairy tales? We're going to talk about it. I got a lot of friends who uh, don't believe what I believe. So I'm passionate. I'm passionate about this topic because I I just want to see everybody come together. And I do believe that religion has divided people and created a lot of animosity, especially in this current climate in America. So we we got to talk about it. I brought some special guests with me too, y'all. Some special guests with me. I'm going to introduce uh, Pastor Roy first. He's a second time visitor at the Let's Talk About a Podcast. We got Pastor Roy in the building today. Y'all say what up to Pastor Roy. He got the fresh new cut, fresh new cut. What's uh, up, Pete? Say what up. Uh, I, got, I got my homie uh, Jason McAloon from my hometown in Attleboro. Jason McAloon defending the atheist side. He going he gonna to come with it. Y'all probably know him from Facebook. Y'all, y'all probably are. Be nice to him today, y'all. Be nice to him. People are allowed to have their own opinions, y'all. Be nice to Jay today. Uh, I got my homie Get. Get is uh, a fire flame spitter. He was good. If you know me from back then, we had a group called Define. We've been rapping together. I met him when he was probably 14, 15, and he was a spitter. So he's been my homie ever since. I saw greatness in him, and he's still going hard. Got my homie Get. Say what up to the people, Get. What's good, people? How you doing? Doing good, good. Uh, Last but not least... Uh, I have Michael Ferguson and his partners. Introduce y'all selves, Michael. Hi! What's up, Michael guys? Ferguson. Uh, Love you, bro. When I went to ministry school, I met Mike. Uh, he was a, a dope videographer. You still do videography? Uh, I excelled. Move on to higher things, yeah. <laughs> All right, thanks. So I met him there. He's been a cool guy. I met him in Atlanta. So uh, we going to get straight to it, y'all. So before we get into this, if you know somebody that this topic is near and dear to them, please share this to your wall. Or comment them, tag somebody in the post, or share it to your wall because we're about to be unadulterated, speak our minds. We're gonna go for the gusto. We're gonna talk about it all, y'all. So if y'all ready, y'all ready to talk about it? Let's talk about it, man. Y'all talk Whoa. about it. So uh, I'm just gonna uh, jump straight into it. Uh, I'm gonna go to uh, to Mike. So when you hear uh, when you hear this, the word Christian, what comes to your mind? If I, if I if I say a Christian, what comes to your mind? Ultimately, a person who's looking to fulfill something in their life. That's all it really is. You know, it's a title. It's a title. Yeah. Uh, so can you separate God and religion? Can, can you separate God and religion and his people? Like when you think of Christianity, can you separate the way Christians may have acted or talked it, or talked from God? Or do you put them all in the same bunch? I mean, yeah, because everyone's different. Just like everyone here is different, Christians are different as well. And there's some who are like holier than now. There are some who are humble and receiving. There's some who aren't strong. There's some who 
are strong in their own minds and trying to convert everyone. And yeah, as everyone is different, so everything is, all Christians are different, you know, but they're all the same at the same time. Okay. So I'm going to move on to Jay. So you have no problem saying you're an atheist. You don't, no, you don't problem. no problem no. at all. So what led you to, what did you see or not see? What led you to be like, you know what? God isn't real. Christianity, the Bible, all that. It's not for me. Like, if you could sum it up, like what, what led you to that belief? If I could sum it up in one sentence, um, I usually don't subscribe to delusions. Um, to me, uh, the believers in Christianity are believers in delusional thought. And, you know, it's there's a there's a quote, um, you know, one person suffers from delusion. It's called insanity. Many people suffer from delusion. It's called religion. Um, and and really. It, it's. I started off in a religious family. Christian Christianity was my belief. I went to the Catholic school, CCD, and and I quickly started becoming an individual thinker and started asking questions like the why questions that we all ask, and and I started to think why why is why are Christ, why are Christians always trying to um, explain their religion why, rather than trying to find truth in their religion? Um, they're always trying to rationalize it instead of give proof. And, and really what led me to more of the atheist track was, uh, you know, I, I couldn't find any logic in any of the things they said. Okay. Uh, I'm going to let get so his could respond to what Jada said uh, for his opinion of why, uh, why he doesn't think Christianity or God is real. Would you agree or disagree with what he found from his viewpoint? I mean, I don't disagree. It's his viewpoint. It's just like if you're a Christian, that's your, you know, your viewpoint. Or somebody's a Buddhist, or somebody's a Muslim. Like, you know, it's like just one of the atheism is. Uh, I think there's Christianity is the most believed thing, and I think atheism comes in either second or third. So, really? like, uh, yeah. So it's not a, um, you know, it's nothing that's like too crazy to like believe in. And everyone, I think, I don't think it's. Uh, you could say you believe, but to say you don't have like reasonable doubts about certain things about any of the religions. I don't think it's like an ethical thing to say because, you know, they're thousands of years old, some of them. And, um, you know, there's, there's been thousands of religions. So it's like, it's, it's okay to like, you know, have questions. And I think that's the path. If you're a Christian, especially from what I understand, the path is to understand what you're taking in. You know what I mean? So you're not supposed to just blindly accept things. Like, you know, you should be like, wondering if you're in one sector of christianity like is this the right one too you should be asking yourself stuff like that but overall that's real that's real a whole bunch of questions and you know everything like that that's real so i just so i just want to opinion i just want to <laughs> put this out there y'all if you watching this is not a conversion and yeah. this is not a debate i'm not here trying to convert nobody i'm not going to throw bible scriptures at y'all and condemn y'all to hell this is not what this is, bro. This is a conversation. So for the people watching, if you're in the comments, just let, I'm just trying to let y'all know this is not a conversion. This is not a conversion, y'all. This is a conversation. So I wanted to move to uh, one of my mentors, Pastor Roy. So I guess the, the problem I have, uh, I guess, with the whole conversation of atheists and everything is like when it comes to morality, like there's objective morality and there's subjective morality. So... For you, Pastor Roy, how do you deal with the conversation around, you probably talk to this where they say, well, I just know what's wrong is wrong because we have grown and evolved as, as, a, as a community and we just know what's wrong. What would you say to the person that morality is subjective? What would you say to that person, Pastor Roy? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think when you're trying to, if and even when we talk about logic, right? Because a couple of people have mentioned logic. So, like, if you're, you know, like you have to have like opposing views. Like, people are like, why is there so much evil in the world? But how would you understand what good was if you didn't have evil, right? So, um, and it's the and so in the same regard, it's like when you're talking about morality, then if morality is subjective, then it's just based on the distance of somebody else's freedom. Right. So like if if I want to walk around and slapping people and morality is subjective and that's not wrong to me and then people are like, oh, that's ridiculous. Right. But it's like it's subjective, though. So like you either have to have like guidelines that you establish that are mutually agreed upon. But nowhere are you ever going to find an absolute consensus. Right. That this is the way that it has to be done. So like society has always been dictated largely by a majority opinion where most people Right. Like even if you look at like preponderance of law. Right. It's what most people would consider reasonable. You know what I mean? So like even in a logical argument, you're all you'll have somebody right now to tell you gravity is fake. You know what I'm saying? And is spending money trying to prove it, despite the fact everybody else thinks it's real. Um, so when it when it comes to, you know, whether it's subjective morality or not, I think the thing that that I always kind of say that's a little bit different than maybe the way some people approach it is whether you have belief, whether you have religion or whether you don't. I think everybody has faith in something. And so I'm always one. It always it always throws me off to like, then why does what I have faith in bother you if what you have faith in doesn't bother me? So and like and somebody mm. just said, so it's like, you know, and we talk about like I used to work in nuclear power. Right. So I have a lot of friends who are extremely intelligent, you know, quantum physics mechanics. And I tell them all the time, like you have more faith than I do. And they're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, you have faith in everybody that's ever executed an experiment and the fact that their measurements were right. Like you have faith in an inch, which is a made up measurement that people use to actually measure the science they're trying to explain. Like I only have faith in one thing, which is God. You have faith in every man who's ever proposed something that you think is real. And we don't but we don't look at that as faith. Right. But. Right. We all have faith right now. We're on the Internet and we don't understand the witchcraft of how my images and my voice is in your ear. right now. Right? So, hey, pa Pastor, Pastor, we all believe in it. Right. We're like, you know, it works even when we don't understand it. So when we talk about logic, I think there's a lot of things we don't understand that we choose to believe in because it's 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 accepted. It's our narrative. It fits the narrative. Like who like do we really know how Wi-Fi works? We still use it. And Go we ahead, Jason. I got two questions for you, Pastor. Um, yep. The first being, do you believe that you need God to have morality? I think you have to have absolute truth to have morality, because if you have subjective morality, you have no morality at all. Right. So I think God and I think God being, uh, you know, being omnipresent or being perfect. Right. Perfect would dictate absolute truth. And if you have absolute truth, you can have absolute morality. Because if you have subjective morality, you have no morality at all, right? So, because it's subjective. It's moral to you, but it's not moral to me. So how can you have an absolute morality if no one agrees on what morality is? Yeah, Go ahead, so, Jason. But so simply stated, if there was no God, right? Say we say we agreed right now, you know, for all intents and purposes, there is no God. Would you still commit murder? But who's to say that murder is wrong if they're... I don't know. Depends on the situation. Because, Before I knew because, God, I it was very easy for me to shoot at somebody with no concern whatsoever. You know, so because scary, what, my, what my opinion on morality is, is morality, morality is really Darwinian in nature. 
it, it it's created because we as people, uh, you know, natural selection. We if everybody killed each other, we wouldn't still be here. So as time or morality changes, and actually you can see that in the church because the church used to be really aggressive towards certain groups of people years ago, but that the church actually is guided by the morality of people because our laws in in society and what is accepted as normalcy is then taught in the church and they take things out and they've erased things that have been previously taught in the church that are now apparent to our society. Our society disagrees with them in nature. So I really think that morality is the people we build the morality. And then the church really takes its cues to teach from that morality that we have actually naturally grown. You think the church takes from the world? Yes. What do you I think mean, about Look at look at the golden rule. Did the golden rule come from Christianity? I think yeah. I, no, it did not. Go ahead, Mike. Go ahead, Mike. Go ahead, Mike. Uh, so like so so the church takes from the world, the world takes from the church because they're actually the same thing. So like there wasn't rock music and praise music in the church like it is nowadays. It was hymns and uh just vocal choirs. But now it's like rock music, lights, fog. The church didn't create that, so the church took from the world. So it's it's actually siphoning each other because they're actually the same exact thing. When we see it as two separate things, that's where the division comes. But really, it's all the same thing. People with a void looking for it to be filled. And we add different things and call it a church service. And, and we change that based on the opinion of man. And and Pastor Roy said he, he they trust. I don't know, but I don't, I, I don't think that's true because the Bible, again, to me, the Bible is the ultimate authority. And it God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So I don't view it as we move with society. I think that there are things like at a time, like women can't speak in church and stuff that was for that society. But overall, when it comes to like the laws of God, those don't change. Those stay the same. The law, the laws of God stay the same. Everything in the gray areas. I agree. We could, we can well, move around know. those, but the law. Because God ordered them to kill the Hittites, you know, the, the parasites and everybody else and, and steal and take the land. This it's like, okay, cool. We're going to say it's bad to steal, kill, and destroy. But hey, go kill these people and take their land. It sounds like what, you know, Columbus and everyone did here in America. They came and they, in the name of, you know, ex, you know, exploration and God came over here, killed the natives and took their land and put them under contract. But the Bible does say there's a time for war. So at, to me, any question you have about society, the Bible can explain it. Because the context of the Bible is extremely important. You know what I mean? Like if you read the Bible outside of context, oh. it's 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 just gonna look like a crazy book. I'm not even gonna lie. You have so, to Aaron, really dig deep. Go ahead. So Aaron, with that with that statement that the Bible can explain it, I don't think the Bible explains it. I think the Bible's constantly interpreted and used as a way to mi misinterpret or reinterpret anything you want to make it sound like in the situation. I so think that's more similar, like like what he's saying, because like, I can use the Bible to actually justify multiple wives just by anything i have two wives right now and i can use the and it's 2021 and i can justify it with the bible i'm not a deacon do, so why, do, why do you not do you believe in do you believe in morality mike like do you believe in morality i believe that if, if we're going to say morality and what it is then the animal kingdom also reflects that as well because you know they only kill each other to the point to like jason was saying to live but not you know mass extinction so i, I think we're doing the same thing the animal kingdom's doing well, we call it morality. What you mean the animal kingdom? So the animal kingdom kills still, you know, all this other stuff. Like, okay, if like in the law back in the day, Torah, 
if, if, a, if a man gets caught stealing, but if he's poor, it's okay. But if he's caught, then you would have to punish him and, and, and do certain things. Well, in the animal kingdom, the, wolf, the packs of wolf, they don't kill each other. Only if it's, uh, only if it's really necessary. If there's a, there's a beta wolf trying to be the alpha and the alpha wants to be the alpha, he'll kill that one. But so his gene and his lineage can come along. Same thing in our own society. Like we don't want to kill people, but if someone goes out and they start murdering and doing things, then we're like, okay, it's justified. We need to put them in prison, lock them up, or even, you know, give them the death sentence. It's, it's really the same. Like we, we, that's hard for me though. It's why can I, can I say something? I want to say something real quick. Um, After that, I'm gonna go to get. So yeah, go yeah. Because get hasn't said anything either. But I, yeah, I yeah, actually cool. wanna. So I kind of wanna to tie what Jason and what Michael just said together, yeah. but kind of put a different perspective on it. So if you're talking about like the the fact that animals evolve to the point to um and even right that survival they only eat what they need right they don't consume more. And my so my response would be, but that's how God made them, right? So maybe the problem is is no, that God humans are that. evolving no, to the point that God actually made us, where we're not murdering each other and not killing each other and not eating people and not doing whatever. So it's you know what I mean. So like even when you talk about Darwinian evolution, like it's still within you know they're evolving within their species and within their kind. And you know I, there are people, atheists, non-believers. I don't know if people believe in intelligent design or not. So even if you're just relating it to like, we evolved to a certain point to where now like our morality is around the fact that we don't just kill people for fun, um, even though there are still people who do it because <laughs> it would almost seem like people are at different stages of evolution in humanity right now. If you look at cultures and, you know, and, and things across the world, but so, and, and I'm gonna let get speak, but in that same question about evolution, like if that's how God designed us, then how is it not possible as well? It could be feasible that, yeah, humanity is just evolving to the point what God wanted us to be instead of being kind of more animalistic in the way that we were in some of the things that we did culturally previously. But and yeah, it's not evolution. Sin brought death. So now we're acting in a way in accordance with sin and interacting with it. So I'm not saying we evolved to a state where we don't kill each other. I'm saying in the interaction with sin, it affects the animal kingdom and us alike. So it's the same thing. So to say morality, I don't want to be spotlighted on just humans. It's it's the way the world works. You know, if 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 we cut down too many trees, all of a sudden, even the earth itself will become more warm. It'll, they'll have less oxygen. It'll kill off people so it can balance itself out. It's not morality. It's just the ebb and flow of life. It's the give and take. Hold it's on real quick. Uh, Mike, they said you ordered your wives. <laughs> No, those are his wives, y'all. Those are his girls. Those are his wives, y'all. He had ordered. I've been there for almost 10 years. 10 years. For a year, so. Yeah. That's real, y'all. That's real. So I want to go to my homie Get. I guess I want to say on the morality topic, like, if we don't want to subscribe to the Bible, how can we truly say what is right and wrong? Like, if we don't want to believe the Bible, which I feel like is the ultimate authority for right and wrong, like, if we don't want to believe that's the uh, God-inspired, God-breathed word, how how can we say what's right and wrong? Like, how can we tell anybody not to kill or murder or rape or steal? Well, I think, like, if you look at all religions, like, in general, basically all of them are built on two things. It's basically um, explaining what we don't know. So, like, you know, how was the world made? And then something like um, 
how you should live your life. So every single religion for the most part is built on those two things. So if we look at like morality over time, like, and you know, not even just talking about Christianity, but just like overall, every single religion, usually all of them have some sort of code or basis to like stand on or to build on. So it's like, it's not profound. So you have to understand it's like, not just this one religion that thought of this. And some of that, and we're not, that's not even talking about play, maybe plagiarized ideas that show up in other religions and stuff like that. You know, there's more than one savior of their people, more than one person that sacrificed for their people and stuff like that. But it's like understanding, like, if you, I feel like a lot of Christians, what they tend to do is just look at their religion and kind of look at other religions. Like, you know, take a little peer at it, but not really look at them, even dead religions. But why are they dead? When Christianity is obviously the strong, it's been the strong, you know, you, you come from people from Europe and stuff like that who've adopted it, of course. But that's my one, thing. Why is yeah, it the why is it the strongest? If I have colonialism and stuff like that, if I have the most power to push my thoughts onto the most people I can, of course it's gonna survive the same way. Look at the biggest countries in the world right now, and the ones and look at the biggest religions, they both they all match up. When you're talking about Buddhism, Hinduism, Christianity, and then um obviously atheism because people are progressing. But if you look at the way I always looked at religion, if you like just look at other religions that you don't believe in, just look at it like, all right, we have a town and inside the town, everybody's acting crazy. You only have two guards to watch over the whole town. So everyone's acting crazy, stealing, raping, robbing, um, you know, doing whatever they want. Mm -hmm. You only have two guards. How do you get these people that fall in line? A good way to make them fall in line is make them fear something or make them want something, a reward, like a heaven or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Make them push towards something. So get I don't think that will work. Get at your beginning when you said religion is based on built on two things. I thought you were going to say built on fair because religion is really built on fair. It's You said it, fear? Yeah, fair. Yeah, okay. it's, it's taught in a way that if you don't believe in me, you are going to suffer. Well, if you don't I, buy into everything I say – you will you will be condemned for the rest of eternity to be in, in suffrage. So see, I, I, would, um, I can't follow that. I would argue that only some religions are built like that. If you look it's at empty. religions like even um Greek mythology and stuff like that, they didn't survive because they weren't built like that. I would say Christianity survived. And if you look at now, if you look at just history, you don't look at the Bible though. You can't just get your source from one thing. I or agree. The, I agree. Or anything. You have to get your sources from many different things. Yeah. If you look at um, if you look at like what's happening around the times, or even how people are uh, interpreting the Bible and stuff like that, like the popes and stuff like that, and I have some stuff written down. If you want like references and stuff, or even plagiarism, I have some plagiarism written down too. But it's like what's going down in Rome, especially because Rome is like you know the capital of the world, is Christianity starting super small. But if you look at how they're like, it's just like rapping. You know what I mean? It's like. Oh, why did this rapper make it and this one didn't? It's because his street team was so much better than everybody else's. Really <laughs> street team is very good, but what they're running on is different than most religions. There were small secular religions that were running on like a reward fear base and stuff like that, but most of them weren't promising eternal life. Like what happens if you die in the Greek world? You go to the river sticks and that's it. What so happens? I, you know I, have what I, mean? a, I have a question real quick. So I don't know if y'all a, a case point. for Christ. I saw this movie Case for Christ. And um, 
I'm going to brief it up. There's a guy who was an atheist. His wife got saved, and he was a, a really smart intellectual guy. And he said he's going to go on a mission to tell to disprove to his wife that Jesus is not real. So he literally went and did research for months to prove to his wife, Jesus isn't real. You're delusional, like Jason said. And at, the <laughs> end, at the end of his research, he got to the point, he realized that he said he believed in Jesus before God. He believed in Jesus because he he came to the conclusion that these men, if they knew it wasn't the truth, because these are people that walked with Jesus. They walked with him. They would not go and die for something they knew wasn't the truth. They just wouldn't because we're humans and we're natural. So they quit following Jesus when Jesus died. They thought Jesus was coming to be a king on earth. And they thought Jesus was like, the, he's the king of earth. So when he went and died on the cross, they were like, this is fake. Like, you lied yeah. to us. Muslim so people die on the though. Like Why would they go die for something that's fake and dilute? Like, who would go do that in their right mind? Wait, wait, wait. They didn't know any better. They weren't educated enough to make that to, to know yeah, that. It happens all the time in religion. It, it happens a Buddha, lot. Buddha no, like Bible. imagine walk. Imagine if I said I'm God. Martyrs? Imagine if I said I was God. You hung out with me. You ate with me. You talk with me. And I said, Hey, I'm the Son of God. Like that's you know Jesus, me. That's what Jesus did. Yeah, intimately. He had homies. He had twelve disciples. Just yeah. as much as we was talking, they walked with him. And he, and they followed him, but and they saw him die. They everything saw him die. they claim, everything they claim in the Bible that Jesus did has never been proven and, and has never happened. But you and, believe your history book. And if you can't, and if you can't prove something, it, it it doesn't exist. But you believe in evolution. I'm assuming. Yeah, of course. But it's a, that's a that's a theory though. It's never been proven. That's why it's you can't you can't theory. prove that. It's, you it took faith. Right. So, Continue, you know, it, all, it, it all goes back to creationism. You know, I've been proven, but but micro evolution has. So I actually agree. Yeah, and that's what I was about to say. Yeah, like the full theory of evolution yeah. as far as creation leading to humanity has not been proven. You can they've proven evolution within spirit um within cells, within species, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. All of that but, other stuff. And, so, and, and, so, and what I say is, in, you know, Islam it, it really uh, their faith all the time. Time. Go, so go ahead, Mike. Then Jason, go after go after yeah. Mike. Jason, go ahead, Mike. It, it happens all the time that people in Islam die for their faith, whether it's through bombings or nine yep. eleven, or you know, even Buddhists set themselves. No, on but fire. they believe it's real. That's they my point. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's a key statement. They believe but, it's real. It's not real. Yeah. It's just it's just something they created in their mind that helps them. It's a I'm guide for saying, their life. I'm not even saying that that Christianity is not real, and because everything. Oh, you're not. No, I'm not saying that. Okay. I'm not. I'm not an atheist. But, but what I am saying is everything is something and that something's never 100%. There, there's always variables in it. So to try to take something from an absolute standard or, or the way that we see it, especially since religion itself is growing, Aaron, like you were stating, women couldn't speak in the church. Only men could uh, could be passionate. Only this. So we can see the religion itself growing. Yeah. In, in and, and why did that grow? Because the yeah. morality of society changes and yeah. then the church needs to adjust because if the church doesn't adjust, and we will no longer accept it, and it and it You're will right. die. Yeah, but who's we though? The the people that follow Christianity. If the church does not adjust to our more accepted morality of our of our societal structure, then the church dies. That's why the church has to adjust to how the people are 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 interacting with each other in society. Like I agree. Abortion, like I agree. abortion and stuff like that. If the church still taught the same things it taught three, four, five, six, seven hundred years ago, nobody would nobody would buy in. No, what I, what I will say is that the message isn't supposed to change. The method of how we talk and relate to people, I agree, needs to be updated with society because people, we're living in a different era. The, the method needs to change, but the message but as has solid, never changed. 
as solid as Christianity was to the people hundreds of years ago, that today would look at you as a as an adherent sinner. They would never accept you That's in their fact. religion. That's a fact. Yeah, so, so those people, if you <laughs> they do right life, now, though. <laughs> if you, if those people brought you back to life, we brought them back to life and put them in this conversation, we would all be, we would all be condemned to hell by them. But the religion had to change because society changed, and it's a man-made religion. It's a man-created religion. So man creates and man adjusts, just like technology. We recreate, recreate technologies, and we adjust those technologies based on the way we use them and based on the way we interact with society using those technologies and the same way religion is. So religion is now it's been adjusted and there's so many denominations to get as many people to believe as they can. And it really, it's become nothing like it was it, the, the, what religion looks like today isn't even close to what it was when it was created. I agree. And so, that's I, think, I think we need a basis before this. For do, yeah. you, do you believe even Jesus existed and walked the earth? So, yeah. So I, I can you buy believe into, he existed. I can, I can buy into Jesus being a real man. I think Jesus. Okay, as long as we can agree on that, a great moral standard, (laughs) and I think he taught morality, and he based it on, based it on a higher deity because it's it makes it easier to understand if it's hey Aaron, I want you to do this for me, and not because I want you to do it, because the man upstairs wants you to do it, and we all know it, it, and it's shown in movies. There's always a man upstairs, like the Wizard of Oz was just it was the man upstairs, but it was just a guy behind a microphone and a screen. It was it was all it was all a delusion to make people believe in something that wasn't really there. And, and, so and Jesus walked there, but he was a liar. He was capping. He was, Every- he was he was a great salesman. He was a great salesman. You know, he he sold himself. He sold his religion, and and everything that is told it, it it's told by pure believers in this man because these were people that were were lost and needed guidance, and he knew how to guide. And he was a very intelligent man. And listen, I'm not saying the Bible that there's no there's no reason for the Bible or there's no there's no nothing to learn from the Bible. I think the Bible is a good is a good dynamic for people to understand morality. I don't think it is. I don't think the Bible in and of itself is is bad. I think some of the things in it are bad, but I think there's a good it's a good tool to teach morality. But you don't need the Bible to have morality. Uh, an atheist can be a very moral person. There are hundreds of thousands of atheists who don't kill, who don't cheat, who don't rape. So it, saying re- you need religion to have morality is just it, it, it's just not a it's not a true statement. Well, I'm I'm gonna move forward, but the word religion, I mean real Christians will agree we hate religion. We don't like religion. What I would say you need you need the spirit of Jesus and the conscience that he put in you to be to have morals. That's what I would say. Religion, so I, I, I don't agree with all that religion stuff, but I'm saying that I think though. say it again. Religion, is. religion is rules. Jesus is relationship. Religion is when you follow a God Define and religion. believe in it. That's religion. That's the definition of religion. We that use that definition. definition of religion. I mean, if you want to Google it and pull it up right now, that's 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 what's the definition, Pastor Roy? I know it's in your head. No, I mean, because I mean, it depends on what you're looking at, but it, it doesn't just mean you believe like you can do something religiously. There are people who exercise religiously, right? Mm, I'll see what you're saying. It is a particular system of faith and worship. Yeah. That's what really, I looked it up. Say it, say it again. Uh, religion is a particular system of faith and worship. Particular so system faith of faith and worship. Or, or the belief in and the worship of a superhuman controlling power. So that you are, <laughs> Christianity God, is by God. definition a religion, guys. Come on. I mean, yeah, I know what I'm that. saying is, so okay, obviously, <laughs> religion, religion is a thing, but there's a religious spirit. 
But this is like Christianity. Like I, you can't separate yourself because, like, I know that when when they when you guys do that, you're trying to separate yourself from the pack, and I understand that. It's because the same thing. I mean, no, but G, no, Jesus hated religion. <laughs> Jesus didn't like religion. Jesus, yeah, Jesus didn't like religion. <laughs> Jesus was a Jew. Say it again. I mean, Wasn't Jesus a Jew before he died? Obviously. What I'm trying to say is that, like, man, religion is like it's man-made. It's a construct of rules and a building and a, and a certain way of doing things. And so you're Jesus, an atheist. No, what I'm saying is I have a relationship <laughs> with the living God. Like all that other so stuff. Is your, God, is your God anthropomorphic or is he more of a deity? I don't know what that means. Say, it, say, say the definition. So is he, is he more human-like? Uh, anthropomorphic is like a human quality to different things. So you, is your God a human, like more in the sense like he's he's a leader, he guides you, or is he more of like a deity that he's just an omnipresent like there? He's three. He's the father, like the father, the son, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit that lives inside me and guides me. I know that's but, the it's it's a it's a big thing to understand, but it's like he's say, more powerful. You can't say he's human. That's the rule. You so can't, if, if you say he's human, th the most dangerous people in the history of the world are people that look to their God as a as a human that was dictating them to go do things that go commit well, our Jesus. Sins. Jesus was human. He he pooped. He bled. He got tempted just like all of yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but the but the essence of of a god as like a person i mean if you look at religion around the world over the history religion's been the reason for almost every war and and that's because many that, people that are starting those wars are, are looking at in their america god. too no no i'm saying it, it, historically the majority of wars not all wars were were primarily built on religion is that a fact i'm not that smart is that a fact pastor roy I would, I, wait, I would rather say that, like, I mean, I wouldn't every say war I think most societies were built on religion. So if a war happened, mm. you go on yeah, you can definitely justify it with religion. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Like okay. almost every society, especially America. America. I mean, if you look at America, freedom of religion was one of the biggest talking points in early America. They, they came here for freedom of religion. Yeah. But it was also a bunch of, you know, Christians that came. I, I, I want to push the conversation <laughs> forward real quick. Yeah. So, uh, there's a verse. This, this, I tell a lot of people this that um, it's my personal belief that when God created us in His image, that He literally left like a tiny hole in our heart that we all try to fill, whether that's with um, fun, sex, drugs. He left a hole in our heart so that we could go run around and do a million different things, but we're always <clears> going to be a little empty. And the verse that I use for that, uh, it's Ecclesiastes three eleven. Is he? It says um. God made everything beautiful for its own time. He has planted eternity in the human heart. But even so, people cannot see the whole scope of God's work from the beginning to the end. So when I when I hear it say it planted eternity in our heart, that longing for more, because eternity means never ending. So I want to ask the people who I guess who aren't subscribed to relationship with, with Jesus, like on the most basic human level, do you not do you not find yourself like yearning for more and being like i need another trip uh more this more that more that how you ever like just on basic human level do you not yearn for more like you're saying if something's missing like you're happy but like there's something that is missing on the most basic human and don't give me the macho answer like on, on be real with me all right cool so yeah. for me i i personally went through this when i was a christian I always wanted more and that's why I would pray and I would ask God for more, but it was never fulfilled. 
Christians are always asking for more. <laughs> yeah, Christians are the ones who want the most. <laughs> That's all you guys ever asked for. But, hold on. So, so my answer is this. Forgive so, me. I, so I, have, I evolved beyond that because I, I, I saw my relationship with reality was manipulated by my mindset of Christianity. So as I believed in Christianity, that's the reality I was experiencing. But whenever I got out of it, the reality I was experiencing was confirmed by my new mindset. So in my mindset, I found myself. And when I found myself, all of a sudden I felt satiated because finally- once What is that word? What does that mean, satiated? Uh, satisfied. Yeah, satisfied. Yeah, so once so once I actually stopped stopped looking out for something to come in and look in at that hole, I found out that hole was in the shape of me. And I was trying to fill it because I didn't love myself. You know, if I love myself, why am I eating junk food that, that gives cancer? If I love myself, why am I trying, you know, why is there so much, you know, argument that I'm trying to put out? If I love myself, why am I putting myself through this? It's because I don't love myself. That's why I eat like crap. That's why I do this. That's why I don't get that much sleep. That's why I don't take care of myself because I don't love me. That's why I like Christianity because it's pious self-denial and I could, I could deny my flesh because I don't like me. But when I found out I'm that hole in, in my heart that I'm missing and just love myself, all of a sudden, because I used to want, you know, I mean, I've, I've made money and all this stuff with these businesses. I used to want like Lamborghinis and, and all this stuff. And I, I, had, I had six women before, you know, uh, last year I had six girlfriends all together. So, so them two. And Hold on, what? Yeah, I mean, I mean dude, I, I feel that. Six at once? Six at once. They bro, you wild. That's six headaches, bro. Oh, bro. You wild, no, bro. Not, not, <laughs> you wild, bro. <laughs> not when it's centered around love. But in that, I found that Damn. I need to love myself. And since I've loved myself, it's weird because there's no more desire for anything. So I'm, I'm not even motivated to do anything anymore. And I feel kind of like displaced from the world because there's not nothing I, I want. So when I found myself and started loving myself, all of a sudden, the need for something went away. And that's what I'm saying. I, I'm gonna I'm actually get that same question. Do you feel that 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 yearn for like more, like like I'm satisfied, I'm working, I'm, but you know you know that moment when you sitting in your room, the lights is off, you're looking at the ceiling. I'm talking about that moment, not when it's the highs and we're on stage and we're feeling the love or with our girl or we're engaging in it. I'm talking about that moment when you're by yourself and you look at like in that moment that every man goes to I know it's like. In that moment, do you feel like a tiny bit empty? Oh, like I'm missing something? Yeah, like you're missing, like, like oh. I'm missing something. Yeah, but I mean, like, I, you know, I have a personal relationship with God, and I don't think it has to do with, like, anyone else or any church or anything like that. It's just a personal relationship. So I don't feel like I have, like, um, I don't feel like I'm missing anything. But I before, feel like that, before that relationship with God, did you feel like yeah. something was missing? No, no. I mean, like, I've, I've never felt like it wasn't there. Like, you know what I mean? But I, even like, you know, just like my conscious, I feel like is a, you know, is a, um, you know, a manifestation of like what I believe a, like God to be like to me, like, you know what I mean? And um, I've never felt, I mean, I'm, I'm ambitious. Like I want a whole bunch of things. I want the world. Like, you know what I mean? But um, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I think uh, a lot of people, even like in our country, they tell you just like, be humble, like, don't want you know, like to be the greatest you could be, or like, you know what I'm saying? Like be like, I mean, we call people like Alexander the great, great, but they don't want you to be great like that. They want you to be quiet and be humble. So they give you these martyrs that teach you to be quiet, but I'm not one of those people. I want to be great. You know what I mean? I got Achilles tatted right here on my arm. I want to be great just like him. You know what I mean? I'm not scared to say it. I'm going to move move to Pastor Roy, but I guess the more of the part of what I was saying was like, 
that they're things that we can't take with us. I can't even, my wife isn't going to be my wife in heaven. My cars, my money, everything that I accumulate on this earth, you can't bring it with you in the casket. So yeah. when I say that yearning for more like eternity, what I'm saying is that. Oh, you're saying like an afterlife and stuff? Yeah. So I'm what I'm saying is more like we do all these things. We hustle, we grind. And I do believe there's a sector of Christianity that teaches you to be humble and sit around and wait on Jesus. I don't subscribe to that. I go out and get it. Y'all see how I move. I go out and get it. I don't subscribe to sit around and wait on Jesus. I pray, but I don't wait on Jesus to tell me to go get some food. I go out and get it. What I'm saying is that that eternity in our heart, that longing for like, we all think about where we going to go when this is over. Yeah, I don't. Well, no, Aaron, I, don't, Aaron I, I just want to interject one, one quick question that I got go for you. I think, I think it's an important question. What about you was religious then? Nothing. So. So, but, but what I'm saying is like, what part of Christianity are you following? Because you say you're I'm, a Christian. I'm, trying, I'm being like said, Jesus. That's, you what said, I, that's what I do. My only job is to be like Jesus and make disciples and preach. That's my only job is to be like Jesus. My only job is to regulate what you do. My now, only job is if, when God if, radically changed me is to not be quiet about it and tell the world what he did in my life, not force it on you. That's my only job is to tell the world what God did in my life. That's, that's 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 all I gotta do. Yeah, so I I, I would say you're probably agnostic then, because you, you you're really not subscribing to many Christian beliefs. I believe in God. <laughs> I didn't, what you're, you're, you're saying you want to be Jesus, but a Christian would never want to be Jesus. No, I said like. <laughs> I'm know, not. Like, I'm petty. I think a good, I a, good, a good Christian is a follower. They aren't independent thinkers. They read the book and they follow it. And if you don't follow it, you go to hell. I mean, low key. <laughs> I mean, that's, so, so, I that's mean, the reality. That, that's, so, so you're really subscribing to a, a, an agnostic personality. You're you, you're not really a Christian. What would you by say the, that, by the definition Brian? of Christianity. Is he right, yeah. Pastor? Yeah. Am I not a right. again the, the the word Christian by definition is me is one who follows the teachings of Jesus Christ. Right? There's the religion of Christianity, which I'll agree with everybody said. And the one thing that I'm differentiating is religion is a system of beliefs, right? So the system yep. of organized religion and Christianity, like that's a system that has nothing to do with what individuals do. And I think we try to universally apply that. Every atheist is not the same. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like every person who just believes in God is not the same, but yet everybody's saying like, oh, well, y'all Christians. So you all have to believe the same thing or believe the same way, or you're not really Christian. You're agnostic. Like, like, no, like I have a I have a firm belief in Jesus, but my relationship or even if you had to call it my religion is based on what Jesus taught and did, not the church that existed. But after Jesus was pretty century. strict. Hold Jesus on. was pretty strict in that time. And if you didn't follow exactly it, it, like I, we're, I, again, but, like we're, we're using examples. If we're talking specifically about what Jesus did, Jesus only had two years of ministry and he spent that entire time teaching. It was yeah. three years. You know what I mean? Or you know, three, you know what I mean? So he spent that entire time teaching. So okay. he spent that time. But but you see out. how but you see how the definition of religion is just different for everybody. So then what are you guys actually following if you're not all following the same thing? We're following so, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus is Jesus is in the Bible. I get it, but you're not actually subscribing to the actual Bible. But but what what would make you say that? That's, I'm confused by what you're saying. You said several things. You said religion is you don't believe in religion or religion is not the Bible. The religion I, I, in the Bible is 
Yeah. Right. Christianity as a religion is not in, is it starts to form in Acts in the early like in you know in the first century of the Bible, right? So what most people look at as Christianity, they're actually largely talking about Roman Catholic religion that came from Constantinian Christianity yep. that was actually contrary to what Jesus taught because the disciples of Jesus didn't have buildings. They didn't, they didn't wear, they didn't wear costumes and headdresses and all of that. That all came from Constantinian Christianity after they made Christianity the legal religion of Rome. And then they started using Christianity in pictures of white Jesus to perpetuate manifest destiny and all of this other stuff. So that whole system of religion that you guys are talking about and that you're referencing with teachings and traditions and behaviors and all of this other stuff is not what Christ actually said. Like if you look yeah. at what the disciples did after Jesus died, the way they functioned as a religion, because that would have been the organized Christians when you were converting Jews and converting Gentiles, which there was also debates amongst that between Jesus's original disciples and Paul, right? Like the system of religion that most of us are talking about is what evolved from Roman Catholicism and then converted, you know, after the Reformation to Protestant. But like that's not Jesus. So yeah, like, and it, it goes back to my original argument that it, it evolved based on society. So it's not, it's not actual, it's not finite. You, and, it's and I'm just not, I'm not uh, yeah, just I, adjusted. I agree with that point, right? Because I like I try to follow the teachings of Jesus, right? Yeah, people, that's why I said like, I'm not religious. Just like somebody it. can have, you know, they're the, you know, like people can follow the teachings of Gandhi, like. Get talked about, um, you know, studying other religions. Most people here don't know. I used to be atheist. You know what I'm saying? And I studied different world religions. So it's oh, like, you was atheist? Yeah, I was atheist. Um, oh, so man. what made you stop being a free, free, free thinker? <laughs> what made me stop being a free agent? Yeah, a free <laughs> thinker. He said free thinker. <laughs> yeah, free thinker. Um, what made me stop? Honestly, is it was a miraculous encounter with God. And I got miraculously healed and I've got x-rays that show previous knee damage that completely disappeared after someone prayed for me. It just been a false positive on the x-ray. Right. Yeah. It wasn't a false positive on the x-ray. I was pending knee surgery on both knees my freshman year of high school. But see, stuff like that, that even defies logical people. Then you Hallelujah. Just <laughs> like, I'm a very... Cool. I'm a logical person. Anybody here that doesn't know, like I have an engineering degree back here, a nuclear engineering technology degree. Like I'm a pastor by is there a, is there a peer reviewed is I'm there a, a peer reviewed article person by nature? Is there a peer reviewed article in a medical journal about your miraculous recovery? No, because why would then, I? Need why don't you submit it so we can read about it so we can see it? <laughs> Good point. You got the X-ray to prove why, it. Why would he do that? Why? Because, because why if would you, do that? Wouldn't you want to prove this? But you're assuming that I want your faith to be based on logic. No, but don't I, you, I don't, don't I don't want people to be like that makes sense to me. So I think that would because I think faith is supernatural, not logical. So I don't want people to come to a logical conclusion that faith makes the most sense because I come to faith through a supernatural occurrence. So Jesus, faith is supernatural to me. So I'm not. Go ahead, Mike. Go ahead, Mike. Jesus said, "If I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. We overcome by the by, by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of our testimony." If you have okay, a, Mike. Go ahead. I, and I just shared my testimony. No, but he's saying <laughs> on a platform of which it actually can be used. Like if you have, you know, 
the script of the of the exactly you can go in and, and help a lot of people but yeah but but josh because I mean, that's Jay, a test that's a testimony if Jay, you still true, wouldn't believe you still wouldn't believe if you saw I, that I just said it to jason and he's like well i, I still don't believe you know so we, so wait, what wait, ends wait, up happening with go ahead mike go ahead mike i got you a point i gotta say something. that decision go for people and say well people wouldn't believe it if i put it out there those makes you can't you can't say I didn't, that. I didn't that's what i'm saying hold on you're you're like, mistaken. Wait, I didn't say people didn't believe me. I said I'm not going to go through the process. I'm sorry. Go ahead. One at a time. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just saying two things. One, I think you manifested your, your knee damage in the first place. You caused scenario four to be messed up. And then two, I think you also healed it yourself because there are a lot of placebos of people taking things and healing themselves. I've done it. I have it by the power of thought. I've healed all parts of my body, like a hair growth. I reversed, uh, reversed my aging. I, I, I healed my elbow, all kinds of stuff. But I guess three, if you really believe this, you should be shouting this at the top, showing oh. it every publication you could possibly get it out. hundred percent. If that's, well, if that's every, true, every time Jesus did a miracle, he walked away and said, don't tell anybody. No, Cause listen, Aaron, he, he I, wasn't I looking, he, he, he wasn't looking for credit. He wasn't I don't know looking that, for credit. I don't know the name of the guy, but he, he, for the last, like, I don't know how many years he's been challenging people to prove, you know, prove their powers or prove supernatural abilities. And he's offered a prize reward for it. And every single person that said they had the ability to read minds or the ability to, you know, use telepathic powers, he's debunked them time and time again, because they don't really have these powers. And what it comes back to is you can just say these things and you don't need to provide evidence. And like pastor is saying, he's saying I had a miraculous recovery, but he's not providing evidence. So again, we go right back to the same circular argument. You're giving oh, me, so you're giving me something and you're not giving me evidence for it. So I can debunk it by not having to give evidence to debunk it. So if you saw a supernatural miracle right in front of your eye, you would believe in Jesus. But Aaron, what if, what if I, 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 I would never see that. What if someone's I'm like telling I'm telling you because I have I'm telling you, you could if you could you're saying that give people the opportunity to see it. But my point was that even if you saw it, you would say he manifested it. You still want to give God the credit no matter no. what. So why we, on, Aaron, real you quick, Aaron, you need even Jason, even but I'm going to use Jason words. Yeah. Jason just said based on circular logic, if you start from the point, you're starting from the point that miracles can't happen. They can't exist because God isn't real. So what exactly would I have to do? To yeah. prove that, like you're starting, well, and, and, I, and I started the conversation today asking Aaron before we got on here was what would I have to do to prove to you that God is not real? I've seen too much, <laughs> you, oh, that's actually you, you, you know, and, and really, really, what it goes to, Pastor, is did God create everything? Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. who created God? So, God is, is the creator, God. so everything is contingent except for God. Yeah, exactly. No, you can't have that logic because you you got you you cannot have that logic. You can't tell me that I can't say everything was just here, and you can say your God was just there because it's a hypocritical argument. Because both your God and my everything could just be there in that in that situation. What's your everything? Everything that exists was just already there, just like your claim and your God was just already there, right? It's the same argument. I'm I'm coming from the same. Was God just there? Because he had to just be there if nobody created him, just like everything could be here if nobody created it. I, I'm going to try to move forward. I guess it's <laughs> um, a while back, and it stuck with me. And I've never even asked him this, so I just want to ask him right now because it just stuck with me. So you said you've been walking with God. You just kind of always felt him and conscious. Because I, I got a lot of homies who 
they ask me the question, Aaron, why do I have to believe in the Christian God to get to heaven? Like, if I'm a good person, if I have good morals, there's all these different religions. I'm a good person and I, I live morally. Why do I have to believe in the, the, the Christian God and Jesus to get to heaven? So I guess that question, because I guess in our Bible, if you, you don't have to believe it, it says there's only one way to get to heaven and that's through Jesus. It's through yeah. Jesus. So my question for you would be, um, your relationship, have you subscribed? And this is for anybody else who's watching who kind of, and I'm not even know if I'm saying your point correctly, but if anyone who thinks like that, that has the question, why do I have to subscribe to Jesus and God to get to heaven? Or if I don't say this prayer, I go to hell and I get uh, damned to hell. And what about the lady in India who wasn't raised Christian and no one ever preached to her? So God just sends her to hell? I got, I've got that question. So yeah, I want to ask, yeah, go ahead, get. I think as if you if you're looking at it from a, a what I understand to be a Christian standpoint, you're not yeah. even allowed to really think about it. It's pretty much um you you can think about it for yourself, I guess, but for pretty much everybody else, you got to kind of mind your business cuz like whatever happens happens. Like you don't know, you don't know if you go to heaven and Hitler's standing there. You really just don't know. He ain't there. He ain't I there. I'll put money on that. I'll put money on that. No, I know, but wait, did God not tell people to do bad things and then in for like a reason? You know what I mean? Like to like kill your son or something like that. Like in the, that's old testament. And I understand that you guys don't yeah. subscribe that much to it, but I'm not saying that's like facts, and I'm not saying he should be there based on what he's done. But you don't know if God came to him and told him to do horrible things so that other things could happen in the world. You just I think I think the devil did. I think he was possessed. So now so then we have to come into okay, so we have to come into I, like if you believe in like the devil could tell people to do stuff and then I would argue legitimacy of the Bible based off of that, you know, off of that kind of conversation. It's like, how do you know what's left and what's omitted and stuff? And in the Bible, there's verses that say things are omitted. So how do you know what's kept and what's not kept? What's pushed to be to the forefront based on the devil maybe having a hand in doing it? Oh, no, because it's a sacred text, but humans wrote it and you have to agree humans are flawed. So it's like, it's, there's just questions and I'm not saying I have an answer and I'm not saying anyone knows the answer because no one knows the answer. But like, I just saying, I'm just very skeptical of everything. And I'm yeah. not, you know what I mean? And I think what you're, what you're saying on is, I think the way I look at the world is it's, it's like that, the, the theory of Occam's razor, right? It's. If I'm going to need you to explain these things. Cause you say. If, like, <laughs> if something happens, right. If something happens, usually the best explanation is the simplest explanation. Like I got this glass of water. If I knock it over, right. Or if you come in the room and the water's knocked over, you got kids in the room or you got a fan on what's the simplest ex explanation. Was it the kid? Was it the fan? Or was it the fairy godmother that was walking around invisibly that knocked it over, which is more logical. It's the simplest explanation. So really what happens in religion is you end up getting these these big, huge explanations on why things happen when the simpler explanations are are more acceptable you know uh, with there's many there's many people that have said there is uh, you know a miracle that happened or there's something that crazy that happened and then when they actually investigate it it's 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 just it's a simple explanation for it you know kind of like ghost ghost hunting when they hunt for but ghosts that's what the definition of supernatural is outside of what we can comprehend it's supernatural it's not natural and I think that's where the line always gets drawn. Like everything Jesus did was supernatural. And that's why they killed him because the, who is this man to say he's the son of God? 
this random guy, they say he nothing good comes from his hometown. They were like, this guy came out of nowhere and he's, so Aaron, he's doing miracles. People are following him. Why would you kill somebody? Why would you why 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 do you think he was killed? Like why would you so you said you said you believed he existed. So yeah. if you believe he existed, then he was crucified. This is a fact. This isn't they crucified many they've crucified many people in that time. Okay. Dude, so, he wasn't the only person that was crucified. Martin Luther King, Bob Marley, Gandhi, it happens all the time. They 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 That's crucified crucified. people that they, they, they murder. They, Yes, it's yeah. they murdered him. They have a gun, back yeah, <laughs> but, but that's the thing we don't know who killed these people. It's a because they, they didn't they agree murdered him in plain day, they, they didn't agree with they didn't agree with what he was doing. And, and I actually I saw somebody uh, in, in, in something years ago say, if you actually had Jesus come back, whoever you call Jesus come back to today, he wouldn't recognize what we what we see him as, he wouldn't recognize himself as that. All right, so. The, I think the Bob Marley example is really bad to compare Bob Marley to Jesus. That's that's really no, bad. not even close. Because every time <laughs> up and steps forward in love, they crucify, they kill them. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. He stepped up. He spoke in love about people loving each other and coming together. They killed him. You know, even JFK, they killed him. Like when you when you Gandhi, when you take steps in love and in truth, in a sense, and you cause a rob because. You can't talk about Christianity because Christianity is not the only thing here on this planet, man. There, there are so many systems and governments set in place and people of power who were born to wealth and in high positions. And like if, if their family's lineage and money gets disturbed, they will kill you. You know, I've, I've seen. So uh, this, this is my question for the room. Do you believe in absolute truth or is just everybody's truth? Whatever you feel like you just believe everyone's truth. Does everyone live your own truth? You don't believe that as an absolute truth. So you believe that, Mike, that there's absolute truth that like you could have your opinion because we all got one. But there is a level of your opinion is just wrong. Like to me, you you could if we say the sky is blue, you could you could tell me it's green, but we all know it's blue. That's a fact. It's the absolute truth. Yeah, so but- I'm saying I feel like Christianity and Jesus and God is the absolute truth. I, like all but- these other things are cool. It's cute. And not and anyone who does that, like nah. I, what I'm saying is, I'm not against your religion. I'm just saying that we can't all be right. Yeah, but the thing is, is like if you look at if you look at history, like especially when um certain nations were conquered, and we're talking like you know ancient days and stuff like that. Well, not actually too ancient. Not you know I'm talking like after um Jesus was born and stuff like that. A lot of the people had to give up their religions in order just to like hold their safe haven. Oh, you still want your people alive? Well, guess what? You're gonna have to convert to Christianity, and there's that happens all the time in every single religion. But they I was trying to save them. Yeah, but okay. I'm joking. I'm joking. They're I'm forcing joking. it on you. You know what I mean? If a Muslim person does it to you, you're not happy. You I'd be tight. I mean? I'm not gonna lie. I'm joking, y'all. I'm joking, y'all. Don't kill me. But, um, they keep saying the comments like again, y'all. This, I'm not trying to win an argument. Pastor Roy gave me some great advice, like. People saying, let me in the live. I'm going to shut this down. And everyone's keeps saying, like, let me at him. I'm like, bro, you're not. This isn't what that is. We're having a, a grown up conversation, y'all. So if that's what you try to do. That's why I'm very selective with who I bring on here, because I don't want no crazy Christians coming up here telling y'all y'all going to hell. Yeah, see, I, I mean, I, I don't want that, that energy. Like, I don't I'm want that energy. Get, I'm not trying to get anybody to become an atheist. I just I just like to kind of put the points of views out there to see what the thoughts are, you know? Yeah, but these people in the comments, I could say this. The people want to fight. They want to get aggressive because they don't love themselves. So they so they project it on other people and how terrible they are. The whole point of religion 
the whole point of Christianity, the whole point of why there is even a religion is because there are people out there in the world who don't love themselves, which is the majority. That's why we have consumerism. That's why we have religions. That's why we have, you know, niches and governments and positions and titles and roles. If we find peace within ourselves and love ourselves, we don't need any of this stuff. Like it, it's so temporal because it won't last. None of this stuff. You know, even religion today is different from a religion. Yep. A thousand years and, 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 that, and that's and but that's really where my the, argument comes from is. Yeah. But the point of it is, if we can finally start to love ourselves and actually want the best for ourselves, we won't be fooled by the illusion and, and the disillusion. I'm not saying Christianity is an illusion. I'm not saying it's a disillusion. I'm saying if we come, well, you got to pick a side. You can. You, you can. He says if you lukewarm, no, you got to pick a side. It can't. You no, can't have your cake and eat it too. There's no side to pick, and that's what I'm trying to say. When you try to pick a side, that's a division, and that's why it's it's hate. It's birth you can love people, but I'm saying is you can't say it's this and then that because again, if you're saying that if Jesus is what he said he is, he said you can't pick a side. So that's my that's why I was kind of asking again. You you can't be like I believe in Jesus and I believe in this. I'll be more clear then. I'm sorry. Yeah, I need you to be like absolute. Please forgive me. So what I'm saying is this. When a person falls in love with themselves, life is produced from that person. And it's irrefutable that when you actually love you, life springs forth from you like a, an oasis. And people can see that. And that's what it is. It's not a religion. It's that love. And from there springs life. And you cannot deny when people are alive and when people are dead. Dude, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick on Jason for a second, dude. Some atheists, they have these circles under their eyes. They have bags. They have, they have <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> I'm saying, but obviously people the who are in Christianity who are fat, who have, dude, their necks literally roll over down their back because they eat so much. That person is a Christian. You island. <laughs> I'm making a point here, but they're still trying to fill that void. And they don't care about themselves because if they did, they wouldn't have high cholesterol and heart attacks and get cancer and smoke and do all this stuff and then justify, you know what, I prayed and I'm, I'm good after. Because they're not present with themselves now. And because they're not present in the now, they, they don't tend to that void and they don't actually fix it. So they're trying to shove religion. I'm trying to argue Jesus. I need this. I need that. But when you actually love yourself. You, you get rid of all that. Because like, me, personally, that my, my personal religion is I just want the best for myself. What's going to give me more life? What's going to make me more fruitful? What's going to make me multiply? And if there's any hate there, that's my morality. That's where it stands. If it doesn't produce life, that's where I cut it off. And it's conversations, it's topics, because it is subjective. Sometimes it's good to kill people. Sometimes it's not. Would I kill Hitler? Yeah, I would because he killed so many more people. Hitler wasn't producing life. Would I kill a baby? No, that baby needs to grow and multiply. So life should be the point from where we all stand. What actually gives life? Is this conversation giving life? We could say that because it's giving life to Christianity that can spread it or atheism, whatever y'all want to be. But is it giving yourself life to where you're looking in, viewing your own hangups and why you're even trying to fill this hole? Why we're even having this conversation? And can you be satiated by yourself if none of this stuff even happens? You know, it's, I'm going to let Pastor Roy respond to that. To that soliloquy, I like his thoughts. <laughs> I want to pass those points. I just life. Yeah, I, I appreciate everything that Mike says, and I like the fact that he that he keeps reiterating and talking about love, right? But but like I have issue with the fact that it's all about love of self because I found overwhelming value in loving and serving other people, right? And so and it's not about me, right? So be like, oh, I love myself and I don't need anything else, and I'm you know just in the comments I, and everyone's like. 
Uh, hold on, Michael. Let me. You you went through a soliloquy. I'm just because I want to tie in some stuff people have been saying as well. Because a lot of people's comments is like, well, if you fill the void in yourself with a with the shape that was shaped like you, then why does somebody who loved themselves so much need two women? And I'm not, you know what I mean. But what I'm saying is that like, if it's about loving me, right. then it's like, okay. What do I want? And that's not what I, that's what somebody in the comment and they've been kind of over here because you're talking a lot about fulfilling yourself and filling your voids. But then it almost seems like you're not satiated because you need more than I guess most people would assume a man would. Right now, you could evaluate that. You know what your own needs are. And to love yourself, you need more <laughs> to love yourself. Right. And that could be the conclusion you came to. But for me, when it comes to like, I, I think I love myself very much, but I love myself to the point to where I try to to kind of overemphasize my capacity to love and serve other people. Right. Understanding what I'm capable of doing, what gifts I have, what ability I have, what resources I have. And then I show that love by serving other people, not just trying to find ways to do more for myself, because I did that at one point in my life. And that is an unfillable void because I can always find ways to love myself more. Right. Two women, four women, five women, three cars, five cars, 10 cars. If it sounds good to me, if it makes me feel better. But what I found, which is, again, in line with the, the principles that Christ taught, right, the greatest amongst you will be your servant doing to the least of these as if they were me. Like those are the things that I do in my life. That's the way that I choose to reflect the love of myself and whatever gifts or abilities that God gave me and expressing it in that way. So I agree. I think that love should be the ultimate thing that we do. But I don't think love should be expressed primarily and what we do for ourselves, I think love should be, I think love is a reflection of how we treat and the way that we engage with and do other people, right? Loving your neighbor, loving one another, loving the people who despitefully use you, right? You just said, if people don't, you know, cut them off. Like I, I love people who are racist. I love people who say shady stuff against me because I feel like loving them, hopefully at some point will make them be a better person, will give them a better perspective instead of me saying, well, you you know what? I'm loving you. You're not loving me back the same way. So I'm going to cut you off. Like that's the difference in the kind of like agape unconditional love that God talks about. And, you know, there's a lot of love, erotic love, intimate love, brotherly love and all of that. But for me, and like I said, so I agree on the aspect of love. I don't think we focus a lot on love. I think people to Jason's point earlier do make religion about fear. We make it about limitation and self, you know, self depriving to make ourselves feel more righteous. Um, but I think like when Jesus said, if I had to combine everything down into two things, love God, which is love something, love the deity, love the something greater than yourself and love your neighbor. Okay. So like, that's what I focus on loving me. God loves me enough. I don't need to love myself anymore. Oh, okay. real quick. They said, <laughs> why, why do you come for Jason's uh, eyes? The bags under his eyes. They, 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 <laughs> okay, they said that was messed up. I'm, it's not Jason himself. I'm saying usually atheist people have a certain look. Along with he was saying he was referring to atheists. But, oh, I thought he said you. Right, I was right. like, How you gonna do him like that, well, bro? I, I mean, I don't think I don't think atheists have a certain look at all. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying, though. So like, that, 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 that didn't make any sense. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, I, I, I want to address things. everything <laughs> after that. I was like, just okay. I can't listen okay, cool. to that. So, Pastor Roy, I didn't. I didn't say all that stuff. I didn't say cut people off. I didn't say it's about myself. I didn't say not serve. So you're projecting a lot of things and things really? I did not say. I said, love myself to fill that hole inside of me. Okay. Well, if, if I love myself, why do I have two women? 
I don't have two women. They want to be in my life. I love them. And guess what? If they leave, if they let left right now to go be with each other, I would be fine for that because I love them so much, which I'm not even like trying to justify to you, Pastor Roy, but I love them so much because it's what my love looks like that I want the best for them. If there was somebody better for them than myself, I would encourage them to be with that person. And I would be at their wedding because I found love in myself. I'm no longer, no longer trying to fill a void to, by serving. Some people, their void's so big, that's why they serve. They serve not because they love people, because they feel empty and it makes them feel better about themselves. It puts a smile on their face because they don't love themselves. And if you loved yourself, then you would probably make sure that you only eat the best things that you don't shove crap into your body so that's you your opinion of, that's your opinion of somebody loving themselves that you're projecting onto them yeah you just healthy yeah. i mean i love okay. myself <laughs> I don't even healthy. Not about health though what i'm saying like if you, you just said pastor yourself, was projecting onto you but you're projecting on everybody and y'all y'all on the same team y'all y'all the same team we're not the same right? team because pastor was right he he was just projecting on everybody what he thinks they should, what, what his definition of love okay. is that they should love themselves. What I'm saying is this, if you really did love yourself, you would only bring the best into your life. The physical representation of that could be food, but it could be the area but, you yeah, live as bad as person, The individual. But, but what I'm is this. Let, let him finish, let him finish, let him finish, let me finish. Well, thank you. If you actually love yourself, you'll want the best for yourself. Since you know what that looks like, you don't have crap in your life. I'm not going to smoke. I'm not going to drink because this is the only me I have. I would never put something of a lower quality below my standards inside of me because I only want the best for me. Now that I know what that looks like and my void is filled. Seems like a very egotistical way of looking at the world. You, you can say that, but it produces life. Guess what? I'm not going to die from, you know, liver disease from drinking. I'm not going to die from, you know, uh, emphysema from smoking or anything like that because I'm trying. Uh, not to cut you off, Mike. I want to move to get. But what it sounds like is you want to be a Christian, but you just want to have what you want to have. No, I don't <laughs> that's what it sounds like. Like you have Christian morals. You just want to want to have your little things on the side too that's no, what it sounds like no, no because it's not about being a christian because you you have some christian morals like it's very everything you're saying is very biblical but, but but it's also buddhist and it's also in islam it's the same thing but what i'm saying is once i find how to love myself i can then love others and want the best for them as well when i know what the best for me looks like the best quality the best standard the best thing i can truly want that best thing for another person if, but, if, if this person is, is, is doing something that's going to cause cancer in their life, just like you for hell and Jesus, and I don't tell them, hey, bro, I, you probably shouldn't eat that or smoke that. It may cause cancer that I don't really love that person. It's the same thing with you and Jesus. You love Jesus. Hey, bro, if you don't believe in Jesus, you're going to go to hell. But if you really love them, you would tell them because you and your head know what the best is. It's the same way on every aspect of life. And you guys don't live it. I don't think. Do? Maybe you do. Uh, maybe. Hey, don't don't okay, put gotta, me in the box. Let me say something real quick before you you go to get because no, I'm going to get. I know he got a lot to say, but this is but it's crazy because Michael, based on what you just said, you were putting your mind on par with what we're saying is Jesus, yeah, right? Like you you're literally saying, because what you just said, you were like, I, I know what's, you know, I've learned what's best. I understand what's best. I so like, know, I, would I'm want that know, for, I know what you said, but, but what you I'm just said, you're like, I'll let somebody know that like, Hey, I don't want you eating trash because that could kill you. But that means that you're saying in your mind, I know what you should eat. That's best. I know how you should, 
right? Like you're, pre you're not even projecting, you're establishing the standard of what someone loving themselves looks like through your eyes when like you're not them. So in it, and I, and I just want to say, but it goes back to our discussion about absolute truth. My whole point right? is that's what I'm saying, life, what promotes life? Cigarettes cause death. Alcohol poisoning causes death, okay? We know what death is, let's move people towards life and that's love. If you're trying to bring someone alive, somebody to live. We're not disagreeing. Right. We're just saying you're preaching the gospel without wanting <laughs> yeah. to live it fully. That's all I'm saying. That's gospel, what you preaching. It's just I, this I, other things that. I used to be a Christian, but now I'm at an even higher level. It's not just Jesus. It's everything. And that's what I, and you and so you're above that. Like that's what I just said. And you said you evolved past Christianity. Like you have a very high view of your own mind, Michael. You just said you evolved past Christianity, and that's where you are now. Which and is very interesting. And I'm not and I'm not saying that it this I'm just just re reiterating what you're saying yeah, in I a very simple way. Like, you're saying you you surpassed a religion. You're you, you're yeah. like I, I have. There you go, Jason. He's on your side, so don't look at us, Jason. I want to go to get. I want to go to get. You know what? I didn't say I can't look to you guys for something, but Pastor, I'm agreeing with you right now. I'm glad I can team you guys up. I understand how to live life through conscious thought, through the influence of observation on reality. Once you observe something, it collapses upon itself, and that's the experience that you see on reality. Okay, so if you're Christian, guess what? You will be seeing demons. You will be having to cast stuff out. If you're I don't not see no demons this or, or whatever you want to see <laughs> if, if you're if you're this religion all of a sudden because you believe that you literally create that in your life so the thing is you can find there's a there's a glass ceiling that you can go beyond that through whatever conscious observation that you want to give if you can find that point in life you can collapse it and create that life and that's how I because I, I was Christian along with you guys, Aaron and, and pastor and stuff like that. And then I start, you know, tapping with metaphysics. And I'm like, if I stop believing this and believing this, will I see the result in real life? All of a sudden, I started getting the results based off of what I believed. So there wasn't the limitation of Christianity anymore. OK, what if I believe this crazy thing over here? What, what, what if I what if I start negotiating with millionaires? OK, what if I start getting this? What if I start getting that? And of course, I got that thing. So my basis of Christianity, I'm not calling it a lie. I'm saying it's real because you believe it's real. But if you will take your thoughts higher, you will experience that because it will collapse on itself. Okay, so so you new age, you new age. <laughs> you can call it whatever. I you new lie. age, you new age. I want to go to get though. I want get to respond to his soliloquy. Well, actually, I, no. I you the question I asked you before. I really wanted to hear your answer. Like, do you question? think there's more than one way to get to heaven? Like, Wait, it's what? not. Like as far as like you're 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 like you're saying like I have a personal relationship with God. I don't necessarily subscribe to everything the Bible has, but as long as I'm cool, me and God got a relationship. Like, I don't know if I'm going to heaven, and I don't think any of us do. Even if you live your life perfect, you don't know when you get there if He's going to be like, no, you're not supposed to be here. But just um, going back to what He says, because like I mean the com I mean the comment section is always going to be crazy, but oh, he is allowed to believe whatever he wants. Someone's like, why does he have his two girlfriends? I mean his um. His, you know, partner is inside the, um, inside the frame, but it's just like, cause he can, that's it. Like, you know what I mean? There's no, there's no explanation for it. He just felt like they should be there. They support him. So that's why they're there. You're allowed to believe whatever you want. If he believes that he's surpassed Christianity, then maybe he did. You don't know that. And that's just the fact you just don't know. And he might've, 
You, is that possible you, to surpass something though? That I don't know. Maybe God told him he did, or maybe the devil did, like based on what you said earlier. But you just don't know, is what I'm saying. It's so, just yeah. So like, well, somebody with my beliefs would think that would just be delusional. Thank you. You know, we're all allowed to. Just, that's would my it, point. It's you're allowed to believe what you want, but to say there's dead religions. You know what I mean? That means people got together and were like, "All right, we're good with this. This is good." That's it. No more. Yeah, so you're saying that, there's more than one way to get to heaven. There's no like we don't have to subscribe to the Christian way to get into heaven. In your, just saying, in your opinion, I don't know. That's my answer. I just don't know. I don't. Believe. Well, Aaron, what does the Bible say about going to heaven? Y'all want me to say it? Like y'all know? Oh. Y'all know what I believe? <laughs> that's that's why I'm. That's why I'm asking. Wait, I don't believe the Look thing is heaven. though is there's certain things in the Bible I don't 100 subscribe to a certain like thing. So I'm not a firm believer in like the total scripture down down to the bone. Neither are like you guys either, obviously, because you don't believe in some of the Dead Scrolls and stuff like that. You choose, you pick and choose what you want to believe, and that's what made the Old Testament and the New Testament. But they, you know, they believe in the different versions that they choose. Everyone congregated. And chose what they wanted to believe, and that's what you go off of, off of a majority vote. Now, are these the same people that might have been enslaving our people too? Maybe, but like, you know what I'm saying? It just that's just like a side note. It's like who do you want? It's just like what you want to take your information from. What's more important, and like I even think more important than the um, you know, a lot of people don't believe in these miracles and these stories. It's like, it's like the and this is a horrible comparison. I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but like the ugly duckling, like you learn something from the ugly duckling. It has a, you know what I'm saying? Like you learn something at the end of it. The Bible, there's so many great things to be learned from it. But when people nitpick and they do like everything that to me and everything that divides us isn't good for us. But everything that brings us together is the most important. But I mean, most people they only they they really do stick with the New Testament for the most part. And I understand why, because it seems to be like, if I was just looking at it from, and I'm not an atheist, but if I was looking at it from just a, a like a tactical way, it looks like this old one was a little too raw. It was a little too much. So we need to make a revision. Just if I was looking at it from a tactical way, a revision that fixes a lot of these errors and stuff like that, and can bring us more forward and make the religion stronger. If you look at old, like, um, you know, obviously, like Jewish people believe in the Old Testament, and I think the Torah. So, like yeah, that. Torah, yeah. So, if you look at um, that, like they only, you know what I mean? They don't um, subscribe to Jesus being the Son of God. They believe him just to be, you know, another person. Messianic, they, Messianic Jews do. Messianic Jews. Okay, okay, yeah. So, not, yeah, definitely not every single one. Yeah. And um, just basically, like the older teachings, like they're different uh, for a reason too. You know what I mean? And they split up. And legitimacy of like, okay, even just of the New Testament, you could be like, okay, like there's a new part to the Bible. Imagine living around at that time and you hear there's a new part and you live on the other side of the world. Or if you live in the 1890s and they say a guy, you know, who writes fictional books, he says there's a new part to the Bible, but we call it a cult. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, no, I, I feel you. My only pushback is. Yeah. That we can debate, like even Christians debate post-tribulation, pre-trib, the rapture, is it real? All that stuff, honestly, I don't care about. To me, there's foundational things that we have to agree upon. So, yeah, the did Jesus die? Did he rise? Was he is, is Jesus was Jesus who he said he was? If Jesus is who he said he was, then there is only one way to get to heaven. 
So that's think, that's all I'm saying. If Jesus is who we say he was, there's only one way to get to heaven. Do you think it's more important that Jesus is real or what he taught? Do I think it's more important yeah. that he was real? But who he he was the word. It's a, <laughs> it's a package deal. I feel well, like we really try to separate him. I'm saying, like, even if like even if you found out for like, but you wouldn't believe the science regardless because you have faith, and I understand that. But if you believe, if you found out science, like, like scientific evidence that he wasn't a real person and that like people around, like, you know, if you, what atheists tend to believe is that um, there was many scholars around at the time and many monks who were doing um, the, the preaching and stuff. And then they all got together and then they made this character, Jesus, who is a lot like other characters from past religions. And then, you know, they made this super one. And, and even they say, let's see what works. <laughs> and, if you, and they're like, it, yo, they killed it. Like, you know what I mean? It's still around to this day. Same thing with the Old Testament. There's a whole bunch of stories pre-written to the earliest Bible that we've ever found in history, pre-written to that, that emulate the stories inside the Bible because it was, but it was all spoken words. So who knows where they came from? And that's just the question mark that's there. Even so, the winter solstice is the same thing about about the Savior dying, being under for three days, and then rising again. That's how the earth. Which book came first? What book? The winter solstice or the Bible? The winter solstice, because there was no written text whenever the earth was thrown into existence. I don't know what that is. If, if, yeah, if, I, the way, if, if you if you understand just uh, you know astrology and and, and how it works, uh, the win winter has its darkest day, and that's right in December. So right around Christmas is the darkest day, uh, and then from that it takes about three days for the sun to start rising again on its plane of its axis. And that's what the winter solstice came from. That that event is what they use to say the story of the Son of Man being in the tomb for three days. So it's just content to look up. And that's happening. So you, you don't believe in the death and resurrection of Jesus, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I mean he could have. Do you believe in the death and resurrection of Odin? I don't know yeah. who that is. It's when Odin is the Viking god. Oh no, no, actually, no, I don't believe anyone died and resurrected. You're right. I don't believe in it. Nope. I know. That's I don't think mean, anyone died and resurrected but Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I mean, there's been some people come back from the dead before, died and resurrected. Before. Even Lazarus. So, so they died, resurrect, and then dip out again. Lazarus? Do you not believe in him? So, I mean, other than just... See, so you, you have to understand all these No, things. I believe the Bible. I believe this in the... So that's my thing. I'm trying to get y'all to understand that. You can't have your cake and eat it, too. It's either you believe it, or you don't. You're like, doing the same he, thing. He, no, what I'm saying is I, I'm not going to tell you you have to believe it. I'm just letting you know that if you think it's cool to be in the middle, it's not. He says be hot or cold. Like, you got to be like, hey, this is this ain't for me or go. But he's like, if you're in the middle, he hates that. He'd rather you hate him. He'd rather you hate him than be in the middle. Like, you know what? I kind of like you, Jesus, but I'm going to go do me. So all I'm saying is I'm not telling you to believe. When I keep saying pick a side, I'm saying like, you can't be in the middle. You can't if be in you the made middle. a religion based on if you made a religion, and I know you can't say it like you would make a religion, obviously. But if you were make making a program that you wanted people to follow underneath, especially like a religion, yeah. and you wanted them to follow it, and you you made it off of other religions, and you were able to witness it throughout history, would you make it a rule that you can't believe in any other god except for this one? And I think like the obvious answer would be yes because it works so well. The best way. 
all the dead religions, they all, it's like very loose. Like the Vikings could believe in whatever, like, you know what I mean? That you could live, the, they could live together, the gods, like, you know what I mean? In different, cause when the societies would clash and stuff, it's like, oh yeah, you have your gods and I have my gods. But when religions like Christianity and other ones, or well, not Christianity, but like, um, you know, just um, Judaism and all that stuff. When it yeah. was coming, um, when it was coming along, it was pushing all that to the side saying, no, this religion is like, you only believe in this. He's the most powerful of everything. There is no other gods. While the other ones were more accepting and stuff like that. Even uh, I think Buddhism, I don't know what, actually, I can't even speak on those ones. I can't, but um, yeah, it's that's the what... only one that's like that. It's just, I'm saying it's the best written. In And, you know, obviously people would say because it's true. It is the best it seems to be the best written religion, especially some, if you go about Christianity. Old, it explains itself. It doesn't, you know what I'm saying? It could defend itself. Like what that video that you had sent me with that, um, the guy explaining. Modi Bakum, like why he believes the Bible. Yeah, it's like, he's like, well, I don't need to explain it because a lion, does a lion to have to, a lion will defend itself. But it's, yeah, it's, it was written so well. But if you, I think if you look at the history around it, it raises more questions. It's not that simple, like you know what I mean. But I think people don't look at the history because what is the history? It's just in this book, but you don't get your facts from just one source. Well, you shouldn't, based on my opinion. The news, CNN, Fox—they should never get their facts from one source. They they always fact check. You want to be mad at people who watch Fox, and it's like, yeah, so it so it's self-perpetuating. So it creates this engine of self-perpetuation that gets people to feel fear off a natural occurrence. Maybe like you know masturbation or like you know lust or whatever. Like you, if, if you if you if you drive the engine or use the fuel from people's natural desires to be the very thing that they should be ashamed of, but once they feel ashamed, they should do this thing. You can make a perpetual engine that continues feeding on itself. You need this because you're a sinner. Well, what's a sin? Oh man, don't touch yourself. Don't masturbate. Don't lust. Don't drink. Don't do this. But those are just natural things that even animals do. Even dolphins suck on puffer fishes to get high, but we can't speak to them. So if you make a religion based off natural occurrences and you call that bad, you create this thing called guilt in people. And then you say, this is the thing that will wash you away since people are placebo and feed off themselves. They run to that thing, but they're going to do it again because it's a natural occurrence. Therefore, you make a self-perpetuating religion that feeds on itself and, oh, also cut people off. You know, if they're unbeliever, have nothing to do with them. Cut them off. But if you can, convert them. So the religion shells itself. Don't talk to those people because they don't believe what you believe. But if you can, convert them. So that way it feeds off natural occurrences. It doesn't take outside information. Yep. And, it, and it proves itself on itself by its own standard. There's no other. Of course it's going to work. It's so easy. Think about it. I, I, I want to pass the road to respond to that. And I'm going to go to Jay because we haven't heard you talk in a while, Jay. The people really <laughs> want to hear you talk. But go ahead, <laughs> pass the road. The last time he said something, he was agreeing with me. Now we're just in this weird space of the atheist. I, I, I think you converted me. Oh, no, man, uh, you got converted. He <laughs> <They> got converted. <laughs> but, uh, but no, like, I, I mean, I don't even want to kind of go into the, that whole thing. Um, But... <laughs> From a, from a, a you know, and I, I kind of want to go back to love because I, I use this example a lot of times. The one thing I don't understand about the way that people come at religion or whatever else, I've been married for 14 years. My wife is absolutely amazing. So if I tell somebody that I love my wife and people can see the way that I'm more caring or compassionate or considerate because it comes out of the relationship 
that I have with my wife, similar to what um, what Michael's saying, like, you know, if they, they had that love and that engagement. So if people can see how my marriage has been transformative in my behavior and the way that I act and the way that I engage with the public, but yet when I say that I love Jesus, right, and that my relationship with Jesus changed who I was as a person, changed the way that I think, changes the way that I, I love people, the way that I, I perceive myself, the way that I use my gifts, the way that I utilize my time, then people would be like, oh, that's ridiculous. Prove it to me, right? Like, I don't have to prove to anybody why I love my children. I don't have to prove or state factual information to anybody that I love my wife. Yet when I, you know, if I bring up God or if I bring up something that's intangible that people, you know, that people can't relate to or that people don't necessarily agree with, then they want me to have this logical debate and argument and I got to have all these theories. You know what I'm saying? Like when I was 16 years old, I wrote a paper describing everything you guys are saying. And I wrote a paper called The Civil Social Moral Consciousness Based on Christian Morality. I wrote that when I was 16 years old and said, yeah, religion is just a system of do's and don'ts that's used by people in power to scare people into either do or either to not do things you don't want them to do with eternal punishment or trying to guide them to do the things you want them to do with eternal reward. I was 16. Right. Like that. Like I, I, I felt the same way and looking at all this stuff. But there are relationships in my life that have changed who I was. Right. The relationship with my wife changed who I was. The relationship with me loving my children changed who I was. And my relationship with Jesus, whether people want to believe it or don't want to believe it, changed who I was. Right. Because I don't think, um, Jesus, I was shooting at people still love, you know, still love the same woman, still behave the same way. But half of y'all coming at me this way in the comments, you know, what I'm saying like you would have met a problem. You see what I'm saying? So like that transformative process is different. And I'm gonna let you go get, but that's, and that's, it's not even an argument, but my thing is like, why do like, you know, everybody wants proof. Like, I think the transformative power of religion, as you guys want to call it, comes from having a loving relationship with Jesus who models himself in the kind of person that he wants us to be. And so I love him and I want to be more like him because I love him. I love my wife. She's extremely hospitable. She's kind. I want to be more like my wife because I love her. And like, I don't, and so the same way I'm not going to debate why I love my wife is the same way I'm not going to debate <laughs> why I love Jesus. Like, it's not something we can have discussions, but it's no love to me, you, right? No I think so. Let get go. Let get go real quick. Well, I was going to say, I just don't think anybody, well, I don't know what the comments are saying. Like, I'm not looking at them like, you know, like a fiend or nothing like that. But like, um, you know, I don't think that. I don't even think anyone in this group was, you know, debating your love for Jesus unless you were just talking about the comments directly. But no, yeah, I wasn't talking I'm about. Right. I'm just saying. Nah, Jay, Jay said oh, we okay. delusional. Jay said we delusional. <laughs> well, I, I just think that it's like it really is just like up to you. Like that's my thing. It's like you have to like just kind of figure it out yourself and whatever path it leads you on. If it's a, you know, something that supernatural happens to you in whatever religion, because I could, you know, you could be Buddhist and be like, oh, I prayed to Buddha and it got healed, and then that's like, well, that's a testimony of buddhism but it's like um i don't think anyone should like judge on that type of basis uh you know your your love for jesus doesn't even need to be you know explained but i think just looking that's why i was saying it's like looking at it as even if you were 16 and were having miraculous thoughts like that and then like you know you got over them for whatever reason i don't think it's bad to be um you know questioning something that's the most one of the most asked questions if aaron's asking me where am i gonna go when i die 
well, if I have a religion or anything like that, then it's something I need to talk about, need to question. I need to question who's, like he said, who's right. He said there's only one right answer. So of course I have to question these things. And um, question everything. And, yeah, and and like, was, looking at it, just looking at every, like, understanding that they're all like program. Like I would, if you just look at them as programs, each single one of them to explain things, if they're, especially if they're telling you a way to live, a way to treat another person, then I think looking at them as programs is a smart way of going about it. Yeah, and I and I, I just want to say to Michael, you know, um, you know, Aaron, Jason, like, and I wasn't I wasn't saying to you guys that you were questioning like love or whatever. Like, I'm I'm semi because you guys are on a TV in my office, so I can actually I got a whole real estate over here, so I'm seeing the comments and and trying to just add some some clarity. But I completely agree, yeah. And I think one of the things that that I even deal with as a pastor is I come across Christians all the time that feel like they can't ask questions, right? So that is prevalent in the system of religion, especially in an American church or in, in a church in general, is that like you just believe and shut up, right? If you have doubt, then you don't believe, you don't have faith. If you question, you don't believe and you don't have faith. And that's not the, I don't think that's the way that God designed us, right? Like God designed us to ask questions, right? Like Aaron even quoted the scripture from Ecclesiastes, we have a mind in us about eternity. I, I think that's where science comes from. Right. Like the desire to try to understand how God created everything. We're continually trying to figure out and measure it and replicate it. Right. And we mess it up. Uh, I'm sure Michael would agree. Every time we make something artificial and recreate something that is naturally there, then everybody gets cancer. Right. Because we're trying to pervert what was naturally there. And then we make artificial substances that wind up damaging the body because we're not made to consume them. But like that's so for me, I, I absolutely agree. I think it is too prevalent that we can't ask questions, right? That you can't have a doubt, that you can't you know, try to evaluate or even find other sources or other means to understand what you claim to believe, right? And so, and that's my thing, but, my, but what I'm saying is once you come to that, okay, this is what I believe, what I think we spend too much time doing is trying to argue with people why I believe it. Like if you've done your due diligence and you've searched it down, at the end of the day, you know, it's one person who gets, you know, there's there's one person that gets to judge this, in my opinion. Like, I don't have a heaven or hell to put anybody in because I'm not God. Yeah, right. Exactly. And I haven't I haven't I haven't uh, superseded God either. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a, I'm human and this is my approach to life. If you look at my life and you think there's benefit from it, the way I serve people, the way I love people, then I invite you to come along with me. Right. Like, that's it. Mm -hmm. And then you can learn and I can help point you in the same way I do my mentees that are that are all over the country. But like, I don't have a definitive answer for anybody. Right. Like I would if you had questions, I tell people, go find the answers. Right. If you if you got doubt, then figure that out. Um, and I didn't even mean for that to rhyme. But yes, yeah, so there's <laughs> absolute truth. But I don't I don't own it. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't write it. I didn't create it. I'm still pursuing it as well, which is I think even Jason said that, like, if you're not pursuing the truth that you claim you believe in, then I don't think you really believe in it. Like if you just stopped and like, I'm not going to ask no more questions. Like I ask questions every day. You know what I'm saying? Like it, what, whatever it is. And I think we have to have that. That's just a part of who we are. So, yeah. And that's what uh, that's honestly why I wanted to have this conversation, because I feel like, again, the people are in the comments and they keep saying like they want us to convert you. They want us to to be harder at you and throw scripture at you like and I, I'll take all this because. Christians, pastors, bystanders, they don't like my approach of just having conversations. They want me to just to come at y'all and tell y'all going to hell. I, all I'm saying is that for this conversation that I, I want, I want you to know, Jay. I want Mike to know. 
I want to get to know anyone else who's watching who's an atheist and it, and is far from God. I want you guys to know that like I'm not an atheist. Even, oh, whatever I'm saying, atheist, agnostic, whatever. Like that, God doesn't hate you. God doesn't. God doesn't want to send you to hell. Like he's not some big bad wolf in the sky who's just looking down on you every single move that you I make. <laughs> yeah, he's not. He's not some big bad wolf in the sky where every single move you make, Jay. He's like, um, like he wants you to just be send you to hell. So I, I just want to say that to you, and I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you guys just putting yourselves out there because yeah. I know a lot of people, they they have questions and doubts. So I wanted to make sure I had this conversation in public because I got homies who aren't saved and we text and we talk all the time about these very topics. So I just wanted to bring these people on. And, uh, and also, I just I kind of I like ending with like questions, like thought provoking things. So I'm going to ask you, Jay. So I know you, you, you I know you ate this. You, you don't believe. So pretend God was real. Just pretend he was real. Pretend God was real and you could ask him for anything and you needed to ask him for something like in your life or for a miracle or something to change. What would that thing be if like if he was real, like take your doubts out. If he was real, what would you say to him? You know, that's such a that's such a deep question. You know, it's a hard question to come up with a a short answer on. But, uh, you know, uh, I, I haven't actually thought about that question ever, um, you know, because I just always just in my mind, it's, you know, and, and I think just to kind of harp on what everybody was saying, all three of you guys um, that were speaking, were actually speaking on what kind of what I believe is, is it, do, it doesn't matter if God is real, which he, he, he isn't. But what it, what it really matters is what you personally believe. And each one of you guys has a different personal belief. Mike, you have a personal belief that you were projecting on. Uh Pastor, you have a personal belief. Aaron has personal beliefs, and none of them are all in line and the same. And the reason is, is because we all adjust our personal beliefs based on the things that we want to accomplish and the things that we want to see happen. And but okay, and, like I said, if you can yeah. ask for some, if you, yeah. if you can ask so, for some, what would it be? I, I don't Ten know. Uh, you know, peace, peace for all. You know, that's <laughs> good. <laughs> the Miss Universe answer: uh, World, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> feed the children. Uh, and Mike, from what you saying, I don't really know where you at. I know you're not a Christian no more. Um, like I guess the same I thing. I know I know you have moved above Christianity for all your other different reasons you have had. But I, mean, I, I guess Christian. I was like, dude, I was all star. I was in it. Okay, so, so I like I held a woman of cancer with my hands laid on the hands. So if you, if you if you could go back and you could talk to God about all the church and all the things I still, you have I still been talk through, to God. so you still talk can convene with God. Yeah, I just I, I get more of it now. It's almost like you know you know math. And you pray. No, no, I've, I've gone beyond praying because when you have that, there's no. So I'm saying, if you could pray, what what would you pray for? And would you be open to going back to Christianity? Are you like you moved above it and like? I, is there, is there anything that could bring you back is my question. Why would I ever go back to the fifth grade if I'm in the 10th? I just, it doesn't make sense. I want He graduated from Christianity. He graduated. Yeah. He graduated. Cool in the time I was in God. It, a lot of spiritual things and like how to use spiritual powers, how to pray, how to, how to, how to declare and like uh, make things happen with, you know, by the word of my tongue and lay hands and heal. It taught me all that stuff. You know, secular secularism didn't. You know, science told me to believe that. So yeah, I feel that. And then I'm gonna ask, get um, 
for someone that's in your place, like where you at right now, just kind of like you say, like you just don't know. What would it take for you to believe all the way? Would it be one thing? Like what? What would you need to see? Like you know what? I got my doubts, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna jump in this thing with, with all my doubts. Would it? Could it? Is there anything that you could see or believe that make you just stop doubting your doubts? Not asking. I ask questions to this day, but just being like I'm gonna believe it at the baseline level enough that you are who you say you are. Like what would it take for you to get to that point? I'm uh, I'm not sure. It's not a definitive thing. I think just in like. Uh the respect of all religions too, you know, it's like anything could happen, you know, any light that, cause you know, it's like millions of people that believe in other things. So it's like anything could happen and I, that their light could be, sh- sh- you know, sh- shined on me just like how it is for them. And people die for those religions too. So even if you just brush them off because in America, it's like more prevalent to be whatever you are here, people are dying for those things. So if those things came to me or if this comes to like what you believe comes to me, then it'll come to me. And definitely the way that you describe it, it'll probably be in the way that it's meant to be. And I think, uh, you know, something that is important too is like when, um, you know, you're telling people like, uh, you can't tell people, like I remember the um, the uh, gay Christian episode, it's like, mm. well, I hope one day that you, you know, you find the path, but it's like, you don't know his path and, you know, God made him and God knows, from what I understand, God knows the beginning and end. So you can't tell him what his path is. And if this is not the path that God put him on. So I think whatever happens, happens. And if, you know, whatever, you know, if I'm meant to be like this for the rest of my life, then that's what it is. And if not, then it's going to be by whatever religion. But, but you're open. Open. You're open. Jay, Jay, are you open? Absolutely, man. You know, I've, I've always said this to, I had a kid that worked for me years ago. Uh, when I owned my real estate company and, and he, he was a real believer and he used to always preach to me in the office. And I say, I used to say to him, man, one day, if you say the right thing and it, and it hits that <laughs> note in my head, I'll believe. <laughs> you and, know? That, and that's dope to me that you're not so closed off that you could, yeah. you could hear something and be like, you know what? That's cool. So I've been close before. I've been close. You've been close. Yeah, man. I'll, I'm gonna keep on praying. I'm, I want <laughs> uh, Pastor Roy. I want you to end it. You know, you. This is why he my mentor because he's way more spiritual than me. He been doing this way longer. I'm still petty. I still got all these things, but he he got those things out of the system. So Pastor Roy, uh, f- from this conversation, if you could bring it to a close, like what what should we take away from this conversation? One, I think I think we should take away and understand that um, that one people have different perspectives, you know what I'm saying? And we need to be able to have intelligent conversations. Um, And I think we always can learn from somebody. Right. Like what you take away from a conversation, what that what that learning may be. But I think there's I think there's knowledge to gain um, from from pretty much almost every conversation whether that's knowledge about an individual or knowledge about a subject, like, you know, like I, you know, I was talking to Josh before and now it's Jason, like I understand more about Get's perspective and Michael. So even if I don't necessarily agree with their opinions, I know more about them individually. And if I talk to them again, right now I can put stuff in the context. And that's why even I was kind of bringing stuff back and saying like, this is what you're saying so that I knew I understood right. Like what was saying. So I think we need to understand the people that we engage with, because at the end of the day, and, I, and I'll put Christians on blast here for everybody else. Like we don't we don't spend a lot of time loving people we disagree with. Right. Like we spend a lot of time loving people that we like and that are and right that are in our like small echo chamber. So it's even 
across denominations and right like if i'm baptist i only talk to baptists if i'm catholic i only talk to catholic like on my youtube channel it always cracked me up because people condition who they are when they comment they're like i'm here i'm muslim like hey i'm catholic like hey i'm atheist and i'm like i love you either way i don't care what you are like if i can if i can learn something from you or if you can learn something from me that's the goal because i i know what i believe in and i know why right so I mean, and, and for me, that's the reality. Like as Christians, we're supposed to be a light to the world, which means we're supposed to be we're, we're supposed to be projecting something. Right. And so the one thing that I don't think most of us are projecting is the actual Christ of the Bible. We might be projecting our religion or American religion or, you know, what I'm saying or whatever traditions we're used to. But you know what I mean? But I'm not you know, I'm not that that's that's not what I'm for. So, I, you know, I just want to advocate for us to love people genuinely. Um, and the one thing I've been saying, because it just keeps happening, listen past being offended, right? You might hear something that offends your personal view or your sensibility, but just pause and keep listening past being offended so that you can actually hear something and then understand the perspective that somebody else is coming from. Because at the end of the day, if I'm going to try to evangelize to anybody, I'm not going to do it generically, right? I'm not going to talk to an atheist like they're a reformed Catholic. I'm not going to talk to somebody that's spiritual or new age like they're like they're not, I need to understand who they are. But most of us can't listen past being offended. So we can't have an effective conversation even if we wanted to. So yeah, and uh, yeah, but it's good. It's another, you know, second conversation um, and yeah. Okay, y'all y'all mind if I end this with a prayer real quick? Y'all mind? Kind yeah. of a prayer? Yeah. I, uh, dear Lord, uh, thank you for having this dope conversation with all these people, Lord. I pray that anybody that was watching who's far from you, who has been told that you hate them and they're going to hell. Lord, I break all that off them right now, Father. I pray that they could just understand that you are a God of love. You are a God of, of caring and you want a relationship with them, God. So we have anybody watching this who has church hurt, who's been told and, and uh, condemned, Lord, I break all that off right now. For I pray that them watching this, that your, your supernatural love could be could fill them up, Lord. I pray that they could just seek out the relationship with you and they'll know that that nothing they've ever done will stop you from loving them. Nothing they've ever done can block what you want to do in their life, Father. All you want is to speak with them and to get to know them and that you're never too far from them. They just have to call on your name. In Jesus' name, amen. I appreciate y'all rocking with me tonight, y'all. This is yeah. episode nine of the Let's Talk About It podcast. Uh, Y'all know what it is. It's on it's on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that. Let's talk about it with Aaron Patterson, bro. Uh, I don't know what next week's going to be about yet. I don't know. But y'all know I, I love these conversations, y'all. So I pray that it was fruitful. I pray that y'all gain some new wisdom and knowledge and that you can see that we could all disagree with each other with this love. So I'm going to be praying for you, Jay. Uh, me and my wife are always praying for you, Mike, and your family. Uh, hey. Get you know the homie. I'll be praying for you. Pastor Roy, please pray for me. Because I need it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, bro, this is episode nine. I appreciate y'all for rocking with me. Uh, let's go. We out. You did. Later, y'all. <clears throat> Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. You are now tuned in to the Let's Talk About a Podcast. Where no question is too dumb and no conversation is too deep. I'm your host, AP. Let's agree to disagree and keep that same energy. Hold up. Wait a minute. Y'all thought that was